you know that this guy had really rare funk and breaks, and that's what he played. So you went to hear him play that because you weren't going to hear it anywhere else. If you've lived in Baltimore at any point over the last 15 years, odds are you've danced your ass off to a DJ Impulse set. And if you've lived here over the past year, my guess is you've been to a night brunch, which is co-hosted by today's guest alongside another Hey Baltimore guest, Jason Bass. DJ Impulse, a.k.a. Ryan Rhodes, is an awesome guy, and we had a lot of fun chatting over vodka. I'll warn you now, though, that our conversation ends with a very foul-mouthed game of eating hot sauce and asking each other questions. But our conversation starts with a discussion about the current state of our youths. He got suspended for um, bringing a jewel to school. And I... That's a big thing. It's a big thing. And we were at a family reunion, and I was like, smoke a cigarette like a real man. Like, if you're going to be a bad kid... (laughs) Big tough guy, like take a fucking pack of cigarettes to school. Yes, and do that. Yeah, and my and Charlie was like, "Dad said the same thing." <laughs> I was like, "Well, <laughs> yeah." And then they're putting, they're putting their own like, um, you know, like weed oil like inside of them now too. What the hell? You know what else is crazy? Sure. What? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, we were talking about this last night that. Uh, um, Nora said that we sound like old people because of everything that's happening, and I said we're, it's not so much of that. It's it's um, things are like moving; they're so fast that we're feeling what we should be feeling at sixty. We're feeling it at, in our thirties. Yeah, that's and fair. Shit is scary. It's scary. It's really scary. The whole world is like on fire right now. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been thinking a lot about. That too. I think yeah. everybody has. Yeah, yeah. Because um, now, now all the you know the climate change stuff. When they know. said twenty thirty, and I was like, that's in that's eleven not, years. That's not far away. No, I mean, and I, I think about everything in terms of my kids now. And of course, I'm like, you're going to be what fifteen and mm-hmm. and thirteen or whatever. I can't mm-hmm. do math. I don't do math. <laughs> I'm you know I'm nope. not I'm not solving climate change. Okay, no. I can't do math. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I was thinking like you're going to be a in middle school, yeah. when like the fucking world ends. Yep. And what? What? Yeah, I know it's scary. Um, I bought a metal straw today to help with oh the. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, here, cheers, plant- yeah, cheers, cheers to that. To the metal cheers to buying straw. metal straws. Rob asked for a metal. Or he asked for a straw at, the, at a restaurant on Sunday. We were at Rocket to Venus, which is like not the place to ask for a straw. It was for our Edie, our daughter's. Yeah, yeah. Little mm-hmm. and. Um, and to the waiter's credit, I think he like assessed the situation before he like mm-hmm. went and got it. Mm-hmm. But I like I just like put my hand in my head and I was like, oh my god, like, you can't ask for a straw in 2018. I know, I know. he doesn't pay attention. Turtles, turtles, whales, blowholes, <sighs> biodegrad. I don't know. Let's it's just drink a, and have a, a nice talk about we being are. a DJ. We are. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. So where have you been traveling to most recently mm. for your fabulous DJ gigs? <laughs> Uh, West Coast really? stuff, yeah, yeah, um, and then I head out this Saturday for LA, and then I'm home for about a week, and then I head out to Seattle and Portland. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I have to be home for the for the kids sure. for Halloween. Oh, sure. I need like one weekend where we can do pumpkin patch, adorable Hereford stuff, all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yep. So, but that, those are the those are the two for right now. And what will you be doing out there? I mean, what, what? Who is your audience in Portland and LA? Uh, just clubs, yeah, just like the usual nightclub stuff. I mean, I don't know the usual nightclub stuff. Oh, come on, <laughs> not um, anymore, and barely even then. Yeah, mm, small clubs, almost bars. Mm-hmm. It's like the big, uh, like the gigantic club thing. I mean, we don't have any clubs here anymore; they're gone. Yeah. So it's all bars. And For better or worse, lounges. what are your thoughts on that? it's tough it's it's a very tough business to be in so um and there's uh a million bars here you know so it's tough to have somebody go into a club and say hey these these are twenty dollar drinks and it's forty dollars to get in and that whole thing it just doesn't work it barely works in vegas anymore so right yeah miami seems to be doing fine with clubs though yeah. No. Uh, it's okay. It's not what it was. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, it's just not what it's not what it was. Like okay. people are doing a lot more day drinking now, right? Yeah. So uh, a lot of those types of parties, yeah, are, are really popular now. I've been three times, all for like bachelorette 
girls mm. weekend type things. And every time we've had to go to live and wall. Oh, God. Isn't that awful? That's, I mean, that's what you have to do, though. You have to do it. It's like you they make to. you do it. You have to. Those are the ones. <laughs> yeah, that's Those it. are the ones. So you did it right. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, it's like awful, though. It's horrible. It's like $60 for like three vodka yeah, sodas. And I know. I, no. And it just smells like Axe body spray. Mm-hmm. It has been nice going like... <laughs> I'm not. In, I'm. I'm a, I've always been in a relationship when I've gone. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. Or married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about. Right. Like I could breathe the fumes in and not have to worry about like right. anything more. Right. Right. Yeah, right. It's pretty For awful, sure. though. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how did you get into DJing? I I played the drums from maybe three till about ten years old, and then I started getting into like watching Yo MTV reps. Yeah. So I would always see the DJs in the background and it just intrigued the hell out of me mm-hmm. and then my mom had a a nice collection of records that I would just tear up on her turntable and then when I was 13 I asked my family for turntables uh, for Christmas and they said how about some golf clubs oh yeah that whole thing <laughs> really so, thought that was gonna be the turning point in your yeah life. <laughs> yeah I was like well I kind of really want these and then and then they uh they also didn't know that they still made records oh at that time that was back are you a good golfer I'm decent you're oh so there was some yes merit to that gift. I'm decent they okay. really were pushing me for that so um but I I was just I wanted to do that. So you always your whole life you knew that this would be. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. incredible. Something in music, for right. sure. And then uh, I just locked myself in my bedroom. I went to school, came home immediately, just practice, 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 practice. And school, you're from here, right? Yes. So school is your north. I, w- I went to Parkville. Parkville. Okay. Yes. I knew you were like yep. off six ninety five yep. somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I went to Parkville. Okay. So, um, yeah, and just practiced and until I was decent enough and I made little mixtapes and sold them in high school and so that middle school really yeah middle eighth school grade. eighth grade is when I pretty much started oh my gosh yeah so um not to like age you no but you what what was DJing when you were like coming of age I mean did people get it or were they like oh yeah because it's ubiquitous now yeah was it then? everybody's a DJ now well <laughs> but everybody knows what it is <laughs> right of course yeah. um yeah, it was. Uh, you had to. There was only a few places where you can go and buy records. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were expensive, you know. Pe- they were. So, so the funny thing is, people uh, people complain about spending money on music now, and even when uh, iTunes. This is before streaming, mm-hmm. but iTunes and people would pay ninety nine cents for a song. Like we had to pay six ninety nine seven dollars for one song. No. Right, but you had to buy two of them. Because you needed the instrumental to go into the actual song, right? That's crazy. So you might as well just like been a skier. So you were paying. <laughs> so you were paying fourteen dollars f- to have one, one song, song. <laughs> and then you need it every Thursday or Friday before the you know the club nights. You had to go and you had to buy, you know those those records that you needed to have, and that's what separated. Um, that's what separated certain DJs from others. Cause trust funds? <laughs> no, it, it was definitely expensive. We really didn't make any money back then. I was gonna say you must have we just spent it all on even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's what's you know set other DJs apart from from each other. You know that this guy had um, really rare, you know, funk and breaks, and that's what he played. So you went to hear him play that because you weren't going to hear it anywhere else. You couldn't just go on the computer and look for these songs. It just it, there was there wasn't that didn't happen not in 1970 when you were 12 I know <laughs> god knock it off <laughs> I never really I never really thought about that though that yeah because I, I had no idea how prohibitively expensive it was it was that I mean that was but that was your average price so certain records if they were rare mm-hmm. would be 20 25 dollars for one for one song because it was a a UK import oh my god you so, would never hear that if you went to a, you know, if somebody came and they heard it, like, what is that? I have no idea what that song is. It's amazing. I've never heard it anywhere else. And then how would you find out what the song was? Would you have to go ask the DJ? You'd have to ask the DJ. And and what a lot of DJs did was cover the record label with a drink coaster. They'd cut a hole oh my God. in the spindle of the top of the turntable, and they would put um, a drink coaster 
over the label so you wouldn't be able to see. Sneaky. Yes, for other DJs that were in the booth. Oh, my God. So, again, that's what would set, you know, like, I don't know what that song was. He Did played, you do that? but whatever. I mean, I didn't really have a ton of people in the DJ booth with me. Oh, okay. But, <clears throat> but it happened. Yeah. You know, which is awesome to. Th- what was your niche, I guess, back then? Oh, I was, were... I was definitely hip hop and, and Baltimore club, club music. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then has that changed since music is so much more accessible? Oh, yeah. 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 Like how? I mean, it's, it, there's just so much music out now, so I can't just stick to one thing, you know? And it's all accessible. Like, anything I want, I can have now. How much you know? does it cost now? Uh, free 99 <laughs> 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 I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, digital record pulls, they call them, where you can just go and you grab everything. And, you know, you can pay a, a monthly subscription and you just get as much as you want and mm-hmm. that's what it is so yeah so how do you stay on top of it because i feel like if if you're i'm going to say the 90s is mm-hmm. when you were yeah, coming yeah. of age and Absolutely. all of this yeah yeah and you know you're you're into this certain kinds of music mm-hmm. and you know where to get it and you know that scene yeah what happens now i mean if you have like literally the entire world of music at your fingertips how do you stay on the pulse of what's new how do you how do you know what's good I mean, how, mm. it just seems so much harder to make those decisions. It is. So a lot of the record pulls, uh, they have the top, you know, say 50 songs for August or September or whatever it is. So that that definitely helps. That gives you a like kind of like a ground for what is popular in the clubs, right? You so, just quoted that kind of like an old person. So that's... <laughs> popular in the clubs. In the clubs for the kids. Um but yeah, I mean, there's there's so much music that it gives me anxiety sometimes, you know, because sure. you know there's there's times where I feel like I'm off the off the rails a little bit where I where I should be. Um, but there's a time and place for everything that I play. I know if I go and do a corporate event somewhere and it's you know um, I'm playing just all the popular like wedding songs, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. right? But then if I go to a somewhere you know um, in, in Portland. And I'm playing, you know, just random, like, new disco. What is new disco? Fun, it's, just, it's fun music. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you some. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it, it can go it's, – it's tough. It's tough to, like, stay on top of it and, you know, um, the kids help. But I also put them on this stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So it works both ways. Sure. Yeah. Symbiotic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, I would say one of your skills – and I, I don't know – I, I'm, I'm giving you a compliment having no basis of, mm. <laughs> like, true thought in this, yes. in this arena. Yes. But um, when I've seen you perform, which mm-hmm. has been, I would say, five times yeah. by now, yeah, yeah. I think you're very good at reading the room. And yeah. that's that's not... I appreciate that. Yeah. That's, like, a very good... I mean, that's a very specific skill. I feel like that's the one of the... I think that's the most important thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, so is there a way you can explain how you do that? Or is it just vibing and... Figuring it out. Yeah, it's, I guess, you know, getting the vibe of the room, seeing who's in the room, how they're reacting. Uh, when I play, I'm constantly, I'm like radar, you know, back and forth. Um, that was the one thing that I really tried to focus on when I would see other DJs play when I was younger, how they could control the room mm-hmm. uh, and be three three songs ahead. So that's that's another really good thing is – is to be three songs ahead all the time. So whatever you're playing right right then and there, you you need to know three songs from now what you're playing. So you don't go with a set list and then modify. No, you just you just never. Every so time it's like I play, chess. every time I play, it's different. Oh, cool. Because okay. the room could be different. Sure. You know, somebody could be going through something horrible that day, and they just kind of want to, you know, re- release and then. You know, there's so many different people in the room. You don't, you don't, you don't know. You have to just kind of go with it, yeah, and see who's there. You're like a musical sociologist. Yes, but I've seen it go. I've seen it go horribly wrong when people have a, a pre, you know, not, yeah. I mean, there's pre-recorded sets, and there's, you know, somebody goes in and says, "I'm going to play these 15 songs in a row, and I don't care who's in the room." That doesn't go well. Mm-mm. You know? Have you ever totally bombed? Um. 
I don't think I've bombed. There was one time where I was opening for Wu Tang Clan. What? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, when? At Sonar. When oh Sonar my was gosh, open. Oh, Sonar. We were talking about Sonar the other day. Yes. Yeah. yeah, with, yeah. Uh, uh, Who were we talking was about? Was it Taxlow? Yes. Yeah. And Sonari. And so fun. I saw you on that t shirt. Yes. Yeah. God, that was so fun. Um, so they had just opened up their warehouse room to do big events. And, uh, and I was opening for for them, and they were late, as they usually are. I wonder what they were doing. They, well, what's funny is they all drove their own cars. What? Yes. So, okay. <laughs> there was like four Escalades, um, t- like three three Mercedes. Like they all drove separately. Well, that's probably why the world's going to end in twenty thirty. Wu Tang Ab- Clan. Yeah, thanks. Carpool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they all showed showed up separately. And the promoter said, you have to keep playing. And I said, they don't want to hear me anymore. There's nothing There's nothing else I can play. Besides so, maybe Wu-Tang yeah, so, so after so, so after there was four opening acts, the crowd had just had it. And they said, you have to go back on. So I go back on and I play, um, I play this song and they just start booing me, the entire crowd. Not, not, you know, it wasn't my fault. They just didn't want to hear it anymore. They've been waiting for so long. So within three songs, I don't know how I did it, but within three songs, they were all going crazy again. Oh, see, that's not a story of bombing. That's a story of redemption. I got booed. Okay, but by like fifteen hundred people. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I bet that was horrible. Yeah. Were you allowed to explain it, or did they just say like the show must go on? No, you just had. I was just playing. Oh my! God. I would have been up there like stammering and being like, "Well, they're running oh, and late." I was on, and I was on vinyl. Okay. So I was on vinyl, uh, no computer. So I had already ran through the four crates of records that I had. I had no more to give. Oh my god. <laughs> Somehow I pulled it out of my ass. I don't know, That's but awesome. but it was good. And then they um, and then they all showed up, mm-hmm. and then they went on, and it was and then everyone was happy. It gives me anxiety thinking. I'm about sort of that. anxious thinking about it too. That's <sighs> that's pretty crazy. Drink your vodka. It's okay. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Are they the biggest group you've opened for? Um, that's tough. I've done. Them, De La Soul, Most Def, um, yeah, just like all of the common, like all of those those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably the, as far as groups that I've opened for, yeah, them. I mean, every like kind of classic hip hop mm-hmm. duo or group or solo act, like I've pretty much opened up for. How do you get to that level? I mean, how do you start? I was in the right place at the right time. Do you think it was, yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot to do with it. Really? I mean, I was, you know, I was good, which helps a lot. And then just being in the right place at the right time and having the, the trust of whoever's putting on the show and knowing that I can control control the crowd. So, um, It's a secret note about you. <laughs> Mike doesn't like your hat. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How have you seen Baltimore evolve with with music? I mean, with the club scene. With I mean, you 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 were here for the bulk of it, right? I know oh, you're, yeah. you're jet setting now. And yeah, like, yeah. You nah, know this nah, fabulous nah, life, nah. but you I mean, you grew um, up with it. Oh, totally. So, so I feel like I grew up in the like the the primo, the prime, the prime time. Yeah, you know, um, you know, we had great clubs here. Like, the you know paradox was one of my oh my favorite gosh clubs. I I've, I've, oh my yeah. god that place I mean people would come from all over just because of the 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 sound system they had in there it was like one of the best in the world so it was you went in and and having being in a room with that many people dancing mm-hmm. not on a phone oh my god oh, so yeah good. I guess everyone's just on yeah, their phone now. En- enjoying them. They were enjoying themselves back right, then. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Nora and I were watching um, uh, commercials. We just came across a ton of commercials on uh, YouTube from the early 90s mm-hmm. from Baltimore. And there was uh, they had some dance party. I don't know what was on there. 
but just seeing all those people just dancing and enjoying themselves mm-hmm. and nobody was on a phone. Nope. And oh that was probably like God. where they went that night. They probably didn't totally. agree to meet somewhere. And then like everybody texted. I was like, we're going here. No. And then a couple no. people showed. Yeah. They just, they're like, we're doing this tonight. I know. We're going to go do that. I know. Yeah. This is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. About the I know. Feeling, sounding old. Feeling and sounding old. <laughs> yeah. No. People used to go and really enjoy just themselves. Just show up. I was on the brink of, I was a senior in high school and my stepmom and I shared a phone. And then, oh, in, yeah. and like, because, you know, I, if I went out at night, I would take it. Mm-hmm. And then in college, I had a Nextel, like, it had a trip, radio trip. on it. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad has a demo yeah. company. So he would, like, I'd catch, like, a random radio a in. For, yeah. It, yeah. But it wasn't the thing. I didn't take it everywhere. With, I didn't care right. if I had it. Right. Yeah. You, I mean, you couldn't really do much on it. No. Right? <laughs> no. There was a, there was a commercial for, uh, for call waiting. Aww. Right? <laughs> there was a commercial for call waiting that that uh, was on one of those commercials, and we brought one of the kids in to explain them to uh, right. explain it to them, and they they did not they didn't get it. How could you explain that? I mean, how do you explain that? How do you explain it? It's like a, so like you, an answering so, or a dial, yeah. dial in answering machine. Do you remember that? Yes. Where you call in and yes, yeah, yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. It was, it was incredible. There was a there was a separate box that you had to have that showed the number who was calling. What caller ID? Caller ID. I forgot about yes. caller ID. <gasps> yep. And then answering the phone at your house, we would say Eisenach Residence, Megan speaking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Could you please hold? Yeah. It was for my parents. Could you please yep. hold? Fast so forward. Polite. Fast forward to, to two days ago, <laughs> our eleven-year-old is in her room on her phone video chatting with 12 other people on the same screen. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't have flying cars, though. So, no. Well, you know, yeah. there's that. But at least she can do that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to Baltimore Club. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Talk to me just about your experience with that. I mean, just just you were there for it. So just anything cool. Because I, I was on the tail end okay. of, like, the heyday of it. So were you uh, Bo Hager's? Oh, my God. So I used to live um, at 222 Saratoga, which overlooked. No, that was Hammerjacks. Hammerjacks. But it was Bohagers before that. So Bohagers was in in, um, Fells Point. Oh, Fells Point. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they had the big foam foam parties. Do you remember? You don't remember that? I missed the foam parties. Shit, I missed the foam parties. I moved here in 2007. Oh, okay. You just missed it. I just missed it. This was like early 2000s. Okay. Yeah, a lot of Nelly. Should have been older. Yeah. I'm not a Nelly. A lot of Nelly. Oh my God. I know. Okay. Yeah, a lot of Nelly. Um, but yeah, so there was there was that. I mean, those were those were the I mean, that's what it used to be. I mean, we're talking about you know, early 2000s, mid 2000s, Baltimore had clubs that would hold 2000, 3000 people. Mm-hmm. And now it's a bar that can hold 200, 300. What do you think happened? I, I just think that there's too many other things to, you know, preoccupy people. Like a night brunch, maybe? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, I mean, because you have music there. Yes, we do have music <laughs> there. We do have music there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's tough. It's tough, like I said, in any city for these, you know, larger scale clubs mm-hmm. to, to exist. You know, just there's so many other things, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, look at, re, you know, retail is dealing with that stuff now, too, you know, like malls are just kind of. Things are changing. Things are changing. Things That's are just changing. what it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just have to kind of take the good with the bad. Well, and I also think, I mean, the I can remember Girl Talk came to Sonar. Oh, and I remember I, that. Mm-hmm. Were you there? No, but no. it was, I heard it was good. It was. So I got, I went up on stage because you, yes. you invite people and then of I course. I was against his back because uh-huh. the crowd pushed. Yeah. Uh, the crowd was on stage. Yeah. And I, I, someone saw me fall down and a security guard pulled like, my body like out of the – it was oh, no. crazy. But that was how serious that music was because yeah. we hadn't heard it like that before. Right. And maybe so that was like the turning point for um, – <laughs> Just kick something. It's fine. Spinny. It's fine. We're um, getting out of, out of control here. I know. Just a while. I hadn't heard music like that before. Right. And at the time, and I don't want to brag, but I was dating a DJ. Ooh. Um, yeah. Not not a famous one. Okay. <laughs> um, he was, I think, in dental school also at the time. Well, so. he's probably winning now. 
right? Yeah, I don't think he's a dentist, though. I think he did something else. Oh, damn. He doesn't live here, so I feel oh, like okay. he won't listen. We're, we won't talk we about won't him anymore. We won't name names. No, no. <laughs> but he got me into this, like, club scene. I mean, he, yeah. he pulled me into the... I mean, we'd been going to Sonar mm-hmm. um, with Pooja Patel, who I saw. Sonar, yeah, yeah. She yeah. pulled me in, like, years before. Yep. It was so cool. But seeing that evolution firsthand was amazing. Yeah. And you were, like, part of it. Yeah. Which is so cool. you got... You, you came here... In, you know, the 90s, the late 90s were great. Early 2000s were great. But those late 2000s were probably my favorite musically because we were all hearing this music that we haven't heard. And that's when, um, you know, we call it blog house because there was there were all these, you know, um, blogs that were out that now all of these DJs and producers could just just mm-hmm. flood the internet with this music that was just like, what the hell is this? It's 15 different things in one. And a party like Taxlow was one of those places where you could just go. It didn't matter what you were, anything, <laughs> you know, just what or just how br- you were. <laughs> yeah, just bring it. And you were just in this room of, you know, 500, 1,000 people just sweaty, dancing to this music that you've never heard before and and you know still you know people weren't there wasn't all the social media stuff to Mm-mm. distract them from having a amazing time you know yep uh but that that was kind of like the where it, where it began and uh you know that was when when uh artscape had the really cool stages yeah the party stages yeah. with, with the djs where the oh colleges now what is where that? The, oh, we're Micah. Um, no, no, no. Uh, UB. Yes. Yep. So that was a parking lot. And, you know, I saw some you know, amazing acts there. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Who do you think was the best Baltimore-based artist that you saw in that time? DJ or otherwise? Rapper or whatever? Um, It's tough. There was a lot of, I mean, uh, K-Swift was one of the, oh. yeah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, you know, I think she, that was that was probably it. I mean, she just controlled the city, you know, with the music, her voice, like everything. People yeah. loved her, you know. Okay, so you just pulled out. We took a little break to make some cocktails. And you just pulled out a bottle of hot sauce, which my friend Emily will be very excited about because the first time we ever met, I had brought my own hot sauce to a restaurant Ooh. for trivia night. Okay. <laughs> and she, so Emily, you'll mm-hmm. like this. But it says more than one drop ellipsis, mm-hmm. ghost pepper suicide. Mm-hmm. What, why did, why? So I've been listening, listening to this podcast since you started. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I've heard <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> um, I've heard multiple people mention the hot ones, uh, show on youtube i don't think you've watched it yet no you still haven't watched this this is why i brought this goddamn hot sauce so i okay so it's so So this is it so no so it's it's it is a it is a show where they interview people and the and the hot wings get increasingly hotter as the as the questions get tougher right I i forgot about Right, so that. I just happened to bring. I just happened to bring that at some point in this um, in this uh, podcast. We're gonna do a little dab of it. Okay. And uh, we'll see what happens. I'll let you decide when that happens. Oh yeah, it's fine. That's up to you. That's fine. I'll we're, do we're, it. We're gonna get spicy with it. Have you ta- have you taken it before? <laughs> I have. <laughs> and it's not fun. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So. All right. Let's uh, you know. Let's well, the it. gauntlet's been thrown. Yeah. All right, I'm going to keep drinking vodka and listen yeah, yeah. to your funny story, okay. and then we'll get back to oh, our so, uh, Oh, yeah. So, we'll get back to our So Artscape, they, uh, they have me DJ on the, um, on the DJ stage, on the big, you know, not, not the main stage, but the other, the other stage. And so I go on, my family's there, all my friends are there. It's like packed. Three minutes before I go on, they decide to empty out the spotty potties. Oh. Right before I go oh, on. Oh, no. Yeah. What year was this? This had to be 07. Oh, okay. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was another time when Artscape smelled um, bad that I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay. Uh, really? All right. 
Aww. So I, I got on the microphone. I said, you know, I apologize for what's happening right now. And my first song was Doo Doo Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so you were reading the room. I was reading the room. Yeah. It went, it went well. That's very good. Yeah. 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 All yeah. Right. <laughs> what has been your most, like, surreal show? Because I know I've alluded to this a couple of times, but you yeah. really do travel all over the world yeah, to do yeah. this. So. Yeah. Have you ever been somewhere and you looked up? Actually, that's a better question. Hmm. What was the show where you realized you'd made it as a DJ? Uh, there was there was maybe two. There was uh, one in Calgary, in Canada. I wasn't expecting yeah. that answer. But yeah. So we were. Um, so my the other guy I DJ with, he goes by Excel. Uh, we went to Calgary and we played this Halloween party, and. It ended up being, I want to say, eleven thousand people, shit. and it was inside. It was like it, it was. A, they do have a lot of space there. It's a so. mass, yeah, but it was. Um, I can't remember what they call. It's called like the stamp, something stampede or oh, something. Um, uh, it's like a it's huge October, convention right? center. It's a huge oh, oh, convention center oh, okay, that no, they right. use for stampede. But they, but yeah, it is they, called stampede though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they had a, a Halloween party there, and that was incredible just you know we went on we we kind of headlined it and then you know just it as far as you could see it was just it was just people what did that feel like it was great it was awesome <laughs> it was just you know there's like two jumbotrons and oh my god the whole thing how do you yeah. read a room like that though i mean that's a, that's a ton one of, of those people. you just you just they're already there to turn up so you just play the noise turn it up yeah you just turn it up all right um you know that i did uh was it last last year? Uh, I did. I DJed for the NFL draft in Philly. Pretty cool. Right on the right next to the museum steps, and they. I mean, that was like the Rocky steps. Yeah, I think that yeah. was like twenty twenty thousand people or something like that. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, those two, and then and then you know playing in in Tokyo and playing for a room of people that. You know, they can barely speak English, but when you drop the music down for them to sing the parts, they know all the parts. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of surreal. It's w- awesome. Were you playing a club in Tokyo or was mm-hmm. it one of your, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You love Japan, right? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite. You've it's, been my, it's my happy place. Times? Yeah. Like five or six five times. Five or six times. Okay. Yeah. 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 The last time I was there, I was with uh, Jason Bass and Hilton and Oh, I saw guys. you did a little throwback series. Yeah. I yeah. Was yeah. very jealous. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, Hilton had been there before, but Jay, it was Jason's first time. So now he kind of has the the J- Japanese bug. It's so cool. I mean, it's, I haven't been, but that's so good. Majorly on my list. It's so good. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you ever? We got to, engaged there. You got engaged there. Yes. Recently, right? Mm. No, right? Because <laughs> you're still engaged. <laughs> Correct? Yes. Okay, yes. I know. It's gonna, we're, 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 we're working on it. I mean, I feel it's like you're happen. committed. It's gonna, I'm committed. She's not sure. going anywhere. No, she's not going anywhere. Okay. No, no, no. When, uh, when was, the, or how was this? What did you do? Um, I did it right in the middle of uh, the Shibuya crosswalk where all the people are. Okay. Um, I think I might have told you this before. I have an obsession with that crosswalk. Yeah. Because I am super extroverted, mm. but I... I need rules and yes. like law. I'm, I'm very German. I yes. need people to like do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so Japan to me is like yes. everyone's around me and everyone's just like staying in their lane. Following the rules. Do, yeah, right? Absolutely. So that would actually, if you could tell my husband to repropose to me <laughs> there. I mean, I, I like watch videos of that crosswalk. I'm yeah. obsessed with it. There's a video of it happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I showed it to you. Um but uh, yeah, she thought it was she thought it was fake. She thought I was giving her a a, a toy sushi ring. What does the ring look like? <laughs> a toy sushi ring? No, it's oh, a diamond. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, it was you know the the really cool thing about it was all of those people. I mean, there had to be I don't know five thousand people. It was like prime time walking through. This happened. I proposed to her. And not one person looked at us. Because they were horrified that you were breaking the rules. <laughs> Maybe. They were, they couldn't. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> were you on one knee? But when you look past, yeah, when, okay. you look at, when, you look at the, when you look at the video, you can see nobody's, nobody even 
everybody's just doing their own thing, not even a thing. So it felt like we were in this weird bubble of just people who didn't care about you. I mean, one of the craziest. I mean, it's the craziest crosswalk in the world. Yeah, and it and nobody nobody cared. So she it said was, yes, though. She did. After she realized it wasn't It a wasn't joke. a sushi ring. Okay. Yeah. It was That's real. so great. Yeah, it was good. That's a good proposal. It was good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That's I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> so what does someone have to do to become you these days? How do you become a DJ now? Um, Can you become a DJ now? Oh, I mean, everybody's a DJ now. I am not a DJ. Yeah, but you could be. You have a computer. Is that all you need? Yeah. Really? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you have gadgets and things and I do. Uh-huh. I, you know, but so so I I lived in LA for a bit. And I saw what was happening out there where if you were popular and there was a DJ in a particular place, somebody could come in, it could be like a a C-list actor or whatever whatever it is. Hey, I'm going to bring my uh, I'm going to bring like 20 of my friends in tonight. If you just don't mind, I'm going to take over the, the DJ booth with my phone or whatever. I feel like Paris Hilton did that a lot. Again, aging myself. But I can remember being like Paris Hilton DJing. And do people still do that? Um, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh. You have like Brody Jenner is a DJ. Brody and... Jenner? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like your dad's the greatest lip or mom. Your father was the is that okay right? Um, your mother was the greatest uh, lesbian of all time. Yes, <laughs> and you're, yes. And you're like a D-list celebrity DJ. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. So there's tons of those. That's like the thing. So if you're a, so if you're um, so if you're if your career is taking like a weird turn, it's like oh shit, I can I'll uh, I'll try this DJ thing out because everybody else is doing it. Okay. But I feel like that's one of the only professions where you can do that. Like nobody can say. Um, I'm going to try this uh, dentist thing out for a little bit Marine or, or heart, heart surgeon right. or whatever, Podcasting. you know? Podcasting. Or, or Podcasting. Hey. hey Producer Mike. Hey, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> He's ducking behind the computer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, that, I mean, that, that happens. Like, that's one of those things. Does that detract from, like, what you perceive as your success? Mm-hmm. Is that a shitty question? Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> what is she well, doing? I mean, like, if, if – I mean, a lot of people have jobs or, like, someone that's not good can do it. A lot of people have those kinds of jobs. Oh, yeah. But yeah. not a lot of people have the kind of jobs where someone that's not good can do it and, like, make money. Right. So – but that's your job. That's my job. Right. So that's – Yeah. So what is that like, I guess, is my question. <laughs> Does it? Do you get angry? I used to. Okay. I used to. But now you're I used, too old to get angry. But I, but I used to get I used to get angry when I would go into a club or anywhere, and I heard the DJ and they were shit. You know, that's just that was just me. Somebody that has taken you know twenty years or so to perfect yeah the art form, um, and then to see somebody come in because of their popularity or how many fake Instagram followers they have or whatever it is, uh, and then you can just be that person. Sorry, you're scratching the I table. I move my hands a lot. Yeah. You're going to get the pillow of shame. Oh, I heard about that pillow. Yeah. People might, have told me about you it. I get it. All right, I won't do it anymore. It's up to Mike. <laughs> I'm not in charge of the pillow. All right, we're good. But it's sitting there. You can see, see it, it, right? Okay. I see it. I see it. I've heard about it. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. I was talking to my husband about this recently. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that, like, I think we were talking about it earlier. Uh, there aren't celebrities in mm-hmm. Baltimore. Yeah. But there are people that everyone knows. For sure. Isn't that kind of in, like, and maybe that's true of a lot of cities, but in like 2018, like there aren't. Yeah. You talk, you're talking about within the city. Yeah. Like, like people know them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I just, there's, there's plenty. I mean, uh, I mean, we, there's plenty of times where I'm, I, I mean, I personally, I mean, this isn't, I'm not saying this to be like sound a, f- a certain way, but like I can't really go too many places without knowing somebody. People, yeah. Without knowing people, um, people that you know, not just people who know you, or both. Both. Yeah. Random. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've walked down the walked down the street. We were coming from some sort of food event, and there was a he had to be in his 
early 60s and we walked past and he turned around and he said hey are you are you dj impulse and i said yes <laughs> and, he, and he said i really enjoy what 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 you do uh on you know instagram or what i guess that's where he, where he followed me i was like yeah but i turned that's around really and I was like, wow sweet. that was that was awesome yeah that was really cool to that's know so that that's cool. like i'm actually reaching real people yeah you know um and then I, you know, the uh, I think it was the other the other night we went to the local oyster for their um, their party or whatever, and there was a little kid that came that was walking past and um, uh, Chino Bluebeard, <laughs> they were, <laughs> um, he must have seen him from something and stopped and wanted to talk to him. So Aww. it's like it's really cool to see you know that there's that we're actually reaching people and you know they appreciate what we're doing you know by the way i saw that you were there which is what two blocks from my house mm-hmm. no call no text no invite yeah. nothing we were there for a mm-hmm. little bit mm-hmm. whatever it's fine we were there for a little bit it's fine maybe I like, invited fi- you on a podcast. Maybe Obviously like 15 I got over it. <clears throat> maybe like 15 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, you think like let's say you're 22 you can just you can do this now you can oh rise God. to the, yeah okay yeah all right yeah I wouldn't recommend it to my worst enemy to Why? become a DJ. Why? It's just it's just oversaturated and it's super difficult to make a name for yourself now when everybody has But that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Like everybody everybody has the um everybody can just go out to a guitar center or not even guitar center. Uh you can go on Amazon <laughs> and have a DJ controller sent to you within a day. And you have your computer and you can either download the music, you can rip it off of YouTube, you can do whatever you want and have this massive library of of music that took people like us, sounding old again, but it took us years and years and years and years to collect that physical music. Mm-hmm. And now it's at every- a song. And now it's, and now it's at everybody's fingertips, yeah. you know? So- um, so that's that's where the reading the room and knowing how to market yourself and doing all those things come into play because, uh, I mean, if not, you're just somebody that has 10,000 songs Access in their computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you don't know what to do with those songs, that music, then you're you're lost. All right, I have one more question about music and then I'll talk about Night Brunch. Oh, yeah. It's I heard about that. Oh, you've heard about it? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm glad I'm going to ask you about it. Um, I have like notoriously just like no taste in music. I know when I hear something great and I like it, but mm. I don't. I always struggle with what to put on. Mm-hmm. My like go tos are Lauren Hill, perfect. Frank Ocean, perfect. Because I'm sorry, Channel Orange, any occasion. Oh, absolutely. Literally any so occasion. Good. So good. So good. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll look for like French rap. Yes. Which is a good one for. Yeah. Yeah. And then like. Uh, uh, it's kind of maybe like the South American sort of like like fun kind of okay a beat me okay yeah. but that's that's my wheelhouse oh and okay. the nineties okay that's it yeah, that's yeah. my wheelhouse that's perfect that's it that's all you need for like a dinner party like you're having a dinner party yeah what's like one album any of those do you have something a better suggestion <sighs> for a dinner party one album yeah you're just giving me one album to choose from so I like um, there's a group called Tuxedo okay. I would go with anything from any of their albums. Tuxedo. Yeah. It's a okay. guy named Mayor Hawthorne. And what a name. Right? Mayor, like O-R? Mayor, like E-R. M- A- M-A-Y-E-R. Okay. Yeah. Mayor Hawthorne. Yeah. He used to be a DJ. He used to go by DJ Haircut. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. And he sang, he wasn't the best singer, but he sang like falsetto, kind of like what everybody's doing. But he just has that that funk that it's it's very... It's awesome. It's okay. so good. Okay. Yeah. So like that. Good I would, dinner party I would, music. Yeah, good dinner party music. Okay. I would play that. What yeah. about like rooftop party? You live in Federal Hill. Mm. You're having... Can we pick another location? Oh, you're... Uh, oh, you're like... Okay. No, I'm just saying like... You're, you're saying like, 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 like You're having like 25 people over. You live in Baltimore. You're having a bunch of friends over to okay. like play root and drink beer. What about like a rooftop in Mount Vernon? Okay. <laughs> Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> been to one of those, have you? I have been to okay. one of those. It's awesome. Um, oh God, I would play some of like the new disco-y fun stuff, maybe some like Afrobeat type, type, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Like that, I think that would be fun. 
Okay. But I, I don't think you're you're not far from. I'm okay. You, yeah, you're good. All right. Yeah, we just have to work on your public speaking. Yeah, I know. I tried to help you with that at your party. You did help me. Yeah. Greatly. I, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Orion. Yes. DJ and Bulls. Yes. You uh, were our DJ at the Hey Baltimore party in yes. April. It was a fun party. It was a fun party, yes. but I think you had a lot to do with it. Oh, well. I mean, that was some... And I remember thinking... Alcohol about, helped. Alcohol always helps. Come on. Yeah. But there would be... I love... You were like early 2000s, mm-hmm. um, um, like... Like Ja Rule and pop, hip things hop. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> some for some reason that was what you read that night, and that yeah. was what I was putting out. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm always putting out. Like that's what I, I was catching the theme of my birthday party this year was like 2004. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. You yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really. I, good. I celebrate Ja Rule's entire catalog. Oh, Ja Rule, so good. And Nelly, like we were saying, Nelly, I mean, place of Nelly. Yeah. I love fun it. music. Fun music. It's just fun music. It was a different time and place. I know. Yeah. We can't keep talking about Cheers how, how old we feel. No, uh, how much the world's changed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's go to night brunch. Sure. Because this is getting, this is a long podcast. Is it? I think it how is. Far how far? How, how many minutes? 51. 51 minutes. Oh, my minutes. God. It feels like two. This is almost like the treason one. I know. Well, I think that one was like 126. Okay. All right. But we don't. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to beat that, but. You don't want to make them feel bad. Okay. It's fine. All right, cool. Night brunch. <laughs> Nothing's going for them, so okay. just give them that at least. <laughs> Thank you. Um, night brunch. How yes. did you and Jason, speaking of treason, yeah. how, you, Jason, you and Jason Bass have yeah. conceived of this wonderful project that's just completely taken off Yeah. Um, where instead of brunch on a Sunday when you're hungover, mm-hmm. you get hungover at brunch. You go drink at night on yes. a Wednesday somewhere in the city. Yes. And you play music. And Correct. Yeah, so... How did you think of this? Uh, Jason and I were trying to think of, uh, we were trying to just think outside of the box with everything that was happening. And we we knew that we both really enjoyed uh, food. We enjoyed cocktails. We enjoyed music. Uh, it's extremely difficult throughout all of the years of DJing. Uh, and And Jason was also a party promoter. Uh, in in Baltimore as well, uh, it's hard to get people out in the city during the week. Monday through Wednesday is just like a, is a struggle. It doesn't matter how cool anything is; uh, it's just tough. So we wanted to find a way where we could bring people out, uh, let them come out, even if they wanted to bring their 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 family, which children, which you've done, which is amazing. Very early. That's. Perfect. It's mm-hmm. amazing. We encourage that uh, to basically come out, enjoy themselves. Um, the party is from six to ten. It's on a Wednesday. We stop it at ten o'clock because we, you know, if you're responsible enough, you can come out, have a good time, have some drinks, go to work the next, and day. you could still make it to work the next day. <laughs> so that was that was one of our our main goals, um, and we also wanted to kind of show uh, places in the city, restaurants, venues, uh, where people may not um, go, to, you know, they're just new to them, mm-hmm. you know, pe- places that we that we like. Um, and uh, just kind of put the put people on to, to new places and things that they maybe haven't seen. And, and, you know, being able to play, uh, you know, like every time I play different different music mm-hmm. so every t- every every night brunch is is different from the music to the cocktails to the to the music that's playing to like every everything is different we want to give people uh, uh you know a new experience each time so that's yeah. that's kind of that's kind of how it started and that was our vision and it, it's you know it's going great it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah the city's really take it taken to it so yeah. it's good well yeah. it's super i mean the the it is so diverse. I mean, yeah. that I have to say that first yeah. because I feel like I go to some events where, like, I expect there to be like all kinds of people, and totally. they're not. And night brunch is like, yeah, every walk of life, every age. Like, there's yeah. just all kinds of people there yeah. having fun. So yeah. I, I think that that might be your greatest achievement in all of this is like really bringing the city together yeah. in a way that's like completely yeah. authentic to yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, that was our that was that was the plan. Yeah, you know, it's really and, cool. And, uh, and to to do it was i mean to see it happen you know from from a small idea 
Like, let's just see if we can put this, you know, bring this to fruition. You know, mm-hmm. we and you know, thanks to everybody that's been supporting. It's yeah. awesome. You know, it's been really good. The first one we went to was Wet City. Yes. Um, and that one, I did not. And I don't know if this is like a turning point one, mm-hmm. but so that's when we took our kids to. Yes. We got there at like five thirty and left at six thirty. Yep. Between six and six thirty, it yes. went from like civilized like dinner mm-hmm. to people were already dancing yes at 6 30 yes it went from like 20 people at wet city to like 100 mm-hmm. i mean it just blew up yeah and had they been like that before then or was because I, I so our first our first one was at uh modern cook shop and it, that was that was where we kind of started and then it started to get to that point it started to get to a point where you know all of the tables people were eating they weren't Excuse me. They weren't getting up to dance. They were dancing at their tables. So I felt like we had something there. And then, uh, and then moving on to Wet City, that just happened to be the one that really turned for us. That was the one that it, it turned into a party. I had a feeling it, it was, was like one. electric that night. That I was mean, the one. Yeah. I mean, people still talk about talk about that one. And then from that point, you know, going from there to. Port Covington and and us doing you know going from 150 people to 700 people and, and watching it grow, you know that was you know it's crazy. It was, it was great to see. Yeah, we were with yeah. Jason at lunch or something recently or over the summer, and mm-hmm. he I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was Sir Duke. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. But it, they it had been like. Maybe twelve hours mm-hmm. since it had gone up and it was sold out. Yeah, and I saw him in that moment of being like, "Holy shit, it sold <laughs> out!" And it was so cool. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like grateful to witness that moment. Of, yeah, like, this is a yeah. fucking success. Yeah, it's it's every every time we're just, I mean, we're just completely. It's a good taken. idea. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing to see people, um, the city, support us and and know that we're doing something you know, for them, mm-hmm. you know, well, and Baltimore for us loves to eat. They do. And we love to drink. Yes. We love to dance. Yes. And I think Baltimore actually really loves supporting Baltimore. They do. I mean, if you get Absolutely. the app, and, and I think that this celebrates all of that. Absolutely. So good job. Absolutely. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. I appreciate that. A little vodka cheers yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions. Some more questions. We do, you know, a couple of questions at the end of each podcast. Oh, you have a notebook? I'm so here's the thing, oh my Megan. God. Uh-huh. I always, I always listen to, like I said, this podcast, mm-hmm. and I always hear you ask these questions. And every time, I don't, I don't, I just don't want to have the same. I don't have the same answers. Okay. But even some of them are going to be the same answers. But I'm going to give you a few more that maybe people don't know about. All right. Or you know, right. whatever. I promise I won't take. Well, I did take one question time. away and added a new one. Hit me. I feel like it's going to be about coffee. It's not, but that would have been better. Ah! Shit. Okay. Well, okay. I'll ask you about coffee anyway. No, no. Okay. All right, go. Okay. So, favorite place to go on a date with your lovely, beleaguered fiance. All right. However many years. We were talking about this earlier. Okay. Um, most of our dates are, <laughs> um, we don't have the kids. Some dates are just going to Target. Um but last last At week, Valley Target, I assume. Yeah, of course. Okay. So la- last week we took uh, a motorcycle ride up to uh, a place called Filler Up, which is <laughs> stop it. I was there <laughs> two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. That's so, as you know, I'm from yeah the, the Maryland line yes. area. So so we went so we went up there, and uh, we had we ate in the little you know mm-hmm. it's food in a gas station. Yeah. But it's it's cute. It's cute. It's and awesome. York Road's beautiful. Yeah, of course. Um, we also like to do, um, we do maybe Peco Peco, the ramen place over by Hopkins. Okay. So we'll usually go, we'll go there and then we'll go to the BMA, you know, we'll do stuff like that. Okay. So that's, you know. Good dates. Yeah. Those yeah, are yeah, great. Yeah. All right. Favorite place to get a drink? Uh, so. Go, go to your notes. I know okay, it's hard so, to remember. All right. So these, <laughs> these two are very popular. Okay. So it is. WC, uh, obviously, yeah. Obby, uh-huh. and uh, Bluebird. I knew you were Bluebird. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. that's it. I, I'm not a, like a huge drinker, but those are two places. Those that are, yeah, very. They're classics. They're classics. What are you do? Yeah. So I can't remember. Okay, I replaced dinner with favorite place to get daytime brunch, not mm. night brunch. Daytime brunch. Yeah. 
Our favorite brunch is Clavel. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's amazing. How could it not be? Yeah, how could it not be? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Um, favorite place to be outside? So we do Oregon Ridge. Sure. <laughs> the NCR. They're both up there, up that way. Both beautiful places uh, that you can get. Well, you can get lost in Oregon Ridge, but it's beautiful. <laughs> NCR just is just one, one trail. You're good. You can't get lost there. Uh, and we also like Fort McHenry. I like this city uh, county balance. Uh, that's here. what I was trying to. Uh, okay, all I right. was trying to give people a little taste. Your whole of, life is a city county. Balance, it is. So that's good. It is. Fort McHenry is lovely. It is when you can sit on that one side and uh, and just watch the boats come in and and you know just it's awesome. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, we're um, doing family portraits. We do them every year, mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out where to go in the city. Are they for Christmas cards? Yeah, or mm. like we do. They're usually like slightly political holiday cards. <laughs> But yes. Perfect. I like that. <laughs> if you want to say Christmas yeah, cards, sure. that's fine. Holiday cards. <laughs> yes. Um, but we have not been able to think of a place to do it. But Fort McHenry, just that's not it, a bad. It is, uh, it is beautiful. We thought about Graffiti Alley, but maybe it's maybe it's Fort McHenry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite place to buy a gift? All right. There's a place in Hamden. Uh-huh. I don't know if anybody's been mm. there yet. It's mm. called Trove. And Ooh, so I have another it? one. I have another Fun one. Brock, yeah. Okay. So I have. So I have that, of course. Uh, but I also have the wine source. Okay. Because you can go in and you can buy. I mean, they have, you know, wine, of course, alcohol. Um, but they also have that whole section with, you know, there's all the different local coffee roasters and things like that. You can buy a bag of coffee, cheese, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like edible gifts. Like edible, edible? <laughs> I mean, well. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I like those kind of gifts, gifts that don't take up too much space and clutter. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Consumable. Consumable gifts. Consumables. Yes. Consumables. Maybe, that, maybe that's a new euphemism. That's the new one. Consumables. Yeah, I like that. <gasps> hey, high five. Well done. All right. Cool. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, and then I will ask you, because you are a coffee person. I am. Deeply a coffee person. Yes. So where do you go to get coffee Okay. Uh, uh, out in the world? And then okay. where do you go to buy coffee to make in your home? Okay. So I have... Uh, Did you expect me to ask you this? Because you have notes. It's right here. Holy shit. Best coffee. Okay. I just had a feeling. Okay. But it wasn't on your question list. So I figured I'd give them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like ground and griddled. Sure. They're amazing. Absolutely. Uh, I like One Do, which is over in uh, the Canton area, which is a great little shop. One Do? It's called One Do. Okay. Yep. Check that out. They, uh, they're they awesome. Uh, Vent, which is over in Union Collective. They're awesome. And uh, Vagrant Coffee, which is the little mini Cooper that rides around. And you guys should definitely check that out. That's They're really, they're awesome. And then there's another one that's opening up. Wait a minute. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just one more. Just one more. I promise. I promise. And then there's a uh, sophomore coffee that's getting ready to open up, and that's over near Clavel. So sophomore. Just, just keep an eye out for that. Okay. That's, that's going to be name. a beautiful, beautiful place. Okay. Yeah. That's with um, uh, Lane from. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't hear about this. Uh, exclusive. Is this an exclusive? Exclusive. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We need yeah. a DJ. So house. definitely check that out. Yeah. Well, if she's yep. doing it. I'll go. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. Sold. It's a friend of mine named. His name is Chris, and uh, he's doing the coffee part. But there's a couple other places within that little section. Just keep an eye out for that. Very cool. Yeah. All I, bl- right. I think it's called the Larder, if I'm not mistaken. The Larder. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Yeah. 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 I heard about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. So there will be coffee there. So right. check that out. Um. I I mean <coughs> Hot sauce. Oh. Producer Mike. Producer Mike. Shit, we should have done it while we Do were we have here. food on here? We had no. Favorite place to go to dinner. I told you to take that place? one away. Why'd you take that away? Oh, I love eating. Listeners who are sober will remember that I just said <clears throat> I, I took away dinner for brunch. But okay, we'll add dinner in. All right, these are a lot of suggestions. How should we do this? So I'm, I'm holding the back of my hand. Just oh, you want to do it like that? Like a, like a, um. Would you want to put it in your drink? 
Ew. No, okay, I don't no, know. That's gross. All right, All right. so we're gonna we're gonna do a tiny. Should little... we do it like that? Just like off the fingertip? Maybe, but I don't know where your hands have been. So. They're clean. <laughs> okay. You've seen them. They're right here. <laughs> All right, you do yours first. You know, you do yours first because you're the one that asked me where my hands been. Be right. careful, it's runny. Yep, no. Oh, oh, it's perfect. That's a it's great. Perfect. That's a great dab. What a beautiful dab. That's here. a great dab. Look at that dab. Look at that dab. Sorry, it's on my. Oh god. Finger. Oh god. Okay. Okay. All right. So, you ready? Wait. How do we do this? Do we ask the question? You asking me about my favorite places to eat? I'm answering too. If I'm eating hot sauce. Oh, perfect. Okay. okay. So favorite place to go to dinner. Okay. So we lick. And then we'll we'll figure out what it? happens after that. Okay. Okay. Ready? What happened? It feels like someone put a cigarette out of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I All right, you ready? Mm. Where's your favorite place to eat, Megan? Megan, where's your favorite place to eat? Favorite place to go to dinner? Shit, it's in my throat. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, favorite place to eat? <laughs> uh, the Hellman. That's your favorite place? Give me two more. <laughs> Give me two more. Um, I like... Um, um, I can't think about anything See? right now. This is why you need to watch the Hot One show. This is horrible. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. I know. You didn't even lick it all. I did lick it all. Oh. No. See? But, okay. Here, um, here, 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 here. Stop it. Absolutely no, no. not. No, 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 okay. no. All right, there. Okay, ready? Whoa, whoa, my hand is shaking. That's how hot it is. Clavel, I'm sorry everyone says it. It's so good. And, yeah. um, um. Oh, it's hot. Oh, it's hot. I shouldn't have done more. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For making me do I, this. How about, um, <clears throat> you know what? Mike, you want some? Sure. <sighs> Put a little dab on there. Producer right, Mike's producer in the building. Mike, I'm... Oh, that's good. Oh, my oh, God. No. Oh, that's way too much. Good night. <clears throat> <clears throat> nope, just lick it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're good. <clears throat> um... By the way, this is 500,000 Scoville units. <laughs> <clears throat> and my throat is closing. <coughs> How about you, Mike? Yep. It's like the roof of my mouth is on fire. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so I have... Wait, so I have I, one more. I have one more. Okay. Hit me. 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 Um, I like to go to Dylan's. Okay. That's a good one. I like Dylan's. The problem is I'm also kind of drunk, so I'm, like, weepy about Baltimore and my mouth's on fire. Yeah. Go. Okay. All right. So I'm going to um, cross the county city line. I'm going to do Ekiben, of course. It's my most craveable food <coughs> in the entire city. I like Jimmy's Seafood, which is in Dundalk. It's incredible. Clavel, of course. Hot Pot Hero, which is in Ellicott City. Wet City. Okay. And my last one in the county is a place called Smoke. Appropriate. Okay. <clears throat> wow. I feel like I have my adenoids. Like, do you ever read Roald Dahl books? He wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yes. He wrote... Oh, God. He wrote a story about how they... He wrote a memoir. My eyes are watering now. Yeah, this yeah. is like a linger. That's what I'm saying. So imagine, so imagine, so imagine asking these questions as it gets hotter. It's, it's getting hotter. Yeah. So in 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 this, I think it's called Boy. Mm-hmm. He they, he talks about how he had his adenoids removed, and they took they held metal rods over fire and then pierced the roof of his mouth so his and his adenoids fell out into a bowl. That's how you feel. I think this is worse. <laughs> oh my god! Um, well, on that, <laughs> I wanted to make it memorable. <laughs> Fiery note. <laughs> DJ Impulse, Ryan Rhodes. Yes. Cheers, cheers to you. I hate cheers, you just as much as I love you. Cheers to you. I just want to say that this podcast is amazing. I love what it does for the city, and I love the people that you talk to. And I've listened since day one, and I appreciate everything you guys do. That's just the hot sauce talking, but thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, for that painful and lovely conversation. If you want to check out DJ Impulse on Instagram, his handle is, if you can believe it, DJ Impulse. For past Hey Baltimore episodes and all the cool stuff happening downtown, go to our site, godowntownbaltimore.com. 
Hey Baltimore is produced by Mike Evitz and made possible by Downtown Partnership. Our theme music is Artificial Sin by Super City. I'm your host, Megan Eisenach. And if you want to reach out, email us at heybaltimore at dpob.org. Thanks for listening.